Get ready for some major floral inspiration today with our special guest, Jennifer Reed of Jennifer Designs. She's an event designer who has created two beautiful botanical couture looks for American Flowers Week, and she'll also share a preview of her dramatic all-U.S.-grown floral exhibit that will be at the Philadelphia Flower Show in early March. I mean, I get excited when I can't find the things I'm looking for. It forces me to, like, start sketching, start gathering information. You do have to keep in mind when you do decide to do something like this, all right, what is available? What type of flowers, um, when you're partnering with the farm, what can you ask a lot of them? I can't say to my peony grower, can I have, you know, 400, you know, Sandra Bornhearts? You know, like, when you're working with your farms in general, right? Yeah. You have to be a little bit more considerate with that. I mean, even even when I'm doing events, I'll send my mood board over to my flower farmer and I'll let her basically dictate what she is sending to mm. me. Hello again, and welcome back to the Slow Flowers Podcast with Deborah Prinzing. This is episode 649. This is the weekly podcast about slow flowers and the people who grow and design with them. It's all about making a conscious choice, and I invite you to join the conversation and the creative community as we discuss the vital topics of saving our domestic flower farms and supporting a floral industry that relies on a safe, seasonal, and local supply of flowers and foliage. This show is brought to you by slowflowers.com, the free online directory to more than 750 florists, shops, and studios who design with local, seasonal, and sustainable flowers, and to the farms that grow those blooms. It's the conscious choice for buying and sending flowers. And thank you to Rooted Farmers. Rooted Farmers works exclusively with local growers to put the highest quality specialty cut flowers in floral customers' hands. When you partner with Rooted Farmers, you are investing in your community, and you can expect a commitment to excellence in return. Learn more at rootedfarmers.com. First of all, happy Valentine's Day. If you're listening on February 14th, it's the day we release this episode, 649. I hope you've had a great one. Soul Flowers has enjoyed some fun news coverage, including with Inc. Magazine and the Weather Channel. So check out our show notes for this episode at slowflowerspodcast.com to find the links to those stories. We're thrilled that the press is paying attention to the importance of local and seasonal flowers for gifting bouquets and arrangements. It's also the beginning of Flower and Garden Show season, with today's opening of the 2024 Northwest Flower and Garden Festival in Seattle. If you attend, please come and say hello at the main stage, where Slow Flowers is hosting the daily DIY flower and plant workshops. We're excited to meet and greet our members, and there's seven members who are teaching and speaking at the show this year. That's really great news. And just two weeks later, we turn our attention to the Philadelphia Flower Show the largest indoor garden show in the country. Like its little sister in Seattle, the Philly show draws gardeners and flower lovers eager for an early dose of springtime. Today's guest, Jennifer Reed of Jennifer Designs, based in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, regularly conjures up amazing botanical displays at the show. And today she's joining me to preview America in Bloom, her most ambitious floral exhibit ever. Jennifer is calling the large display a botanical road trip of a lifetime as it celebrates flowers blooming across the U.S. And in the exhibit's description, Jennifer writes, 
There's nothing better than hitting the open road and experiencing the beauty of our nation's public gardens, arboreta, and natural landscapes along the way. I can't wait to see it in person. I am going to go see it at the beginning of March. Another reason I invited Jennifer to chat with me for this episode is to share her advice to aspiring botanical couture designers thinking about submitting a floral fashion to be part of Slow Flowers' American Flowers Week campaign later this year. We will review the two floral fashions that Jennifer has designed for the 2021 and 2023 campaigns, including sharing photos of her work and hearing her secret tips for design success. I know you'll enjoy this conversation, so let's jump right in and get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Slow Flower Show with Deborah Prinzing. And I'm delighted today to welcome Jennifer Reed of Jennifer Designs. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Thanks, Thanks for having for, me. You bet. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. I, I really am delighted that we could squeeze you in before Valentine's Day and all your spring things, which we'll talk about. Um, Jennifer is uh, a longtime Slow Flowers member, a floral designer, and uh, based in Malacca Hills, New Jersey. Did I say that right? You did. <laughs> oh, great. Um, so I, I, we've got a lot we want to talk about, but I want to start by just asking you to give me a snapshot of your business. You're, you're a studio-based designer. Uh, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but I, I basically have done it all, but this is, what, this is where I live now, right? In my house, <laughs> in the studio, this is where everything happens. Um, grew up in a flower shop. So I knew kind of like what that was like. Um, and then when I decided to kind of um, branch off um, when I was in college, I decided to open up my own flower shop, retail shop too. But mine really? was different because I was, you know, I was 22. You know, I can do everything better than my parents. So um, I opened up a flower shop. But mine was going to be different because I was only doing events. <clears throat> so which was a little different back then. That so wasn't you really didn't have... Now. You didn't have like walk-in customers necessarily. Um, I eventually did because the bills kept growing. Yeah, <laughs> so, and I was new. I didn't even I didn't even do it in my own area. I went like almost forty-five minutes away from where I live too, to a little bit more of a commercial area. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to do events. And I, I grew up and I um, I basically uh, got out of college as fast as I could with an art degree. So mm -hmm. I was like. I can't make money doing this, so I'm just going to do this. So I was like, I'll paint in the back, and I'll do some flowers on the side. You know, it'll be so, it'll be wonderful. I'll listen to music. It'll be great. Um, until I started getting very, very busy. Yeah. So, which wow. was great, right? But I was so young, and I was um, up to like 50, 60 weddings a year because I just was like a, a hustler. And I was young, too. So Wow, it's so, so amazing. Funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it pretty quickly. Um, it was hard because... Growing up um, in the business, you know, and I'm doing everything myself too. I wasn't really 100% sure what I was doing, but you kind of learn as you go. But right. um, <clears throat> it worked out pretty well until I got completely burnt out. <laughs> so, yeah. So what I, was what was that span of time? That span of time when from age 22 to like what in five years you were just um, exhausted. Seven years. I stayed there. I stayed there for seven years. Yeah, wow. and I did pretty well. I had a, a great business until I decided that I wanted to have a family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. And then my 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 ambitions kind of changed a little bit. I was like, oh, I want to I want to make babies instead of <laughs> flower arrangements now. Yeah. So, 
But um, that's when I decided to, I was like, oh, I can do a couple of weddings just like out of my house, you know. So I went down to like 15, 20 while being, um, you know, raising my girls. Yeah. You have two daughters, right? I have two daughters, yeah. And are they school-aged or are they a little older now? Um, They are 16, well, soon to be 16 and soon to be 14, so 13. Yeah. And they're it's my a, they're my workers now. <laughs> that's great. I was gonna say it's a different kind of crazy than when you have toddlers, but um Oh yeah, it was definitely different. Um, you know, they they were so used to, you know, because from being at my dad's shop, because I would always help him and then I would do my weddings on the side out of his shop and my garage. And I still kind of made it look like it was, you know, and this was before social media, really. I mean right. there was social media, but not any that I belonged to at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was it was interesting. I'm always in awe of the people now that are young with the kids and they got the the social the you know the Instagrams going and I'm like, wow, I don't know how I don't know how they do it. But how how sweet in a way that your daughters kind of had the same type of childhood as you did growing up with a, a florist parent. I mean, your your parents had a retail flower shop and you said your dad's still doing Valentine's Day? Yes. <laughs> well, what's the shop? What's that shop name? Um, it's Lavender and Lace, and that's in Mantua, New Jersey, which is like 15 minutes from me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame. Um, everyone, like, if I get asked another time, like, why aren't you taking his shop over? Why aren't you, you know? It's hard because I kind of have I've been there. I've done that. I've seen it. I also made a choice by doing events. I know what my schedule is with my family. Yeah, you control you know? it. Yeah, I remember just being little and every time seeing like a group of people coming into the shop, like we were getting ready to clean up, right? Like, yeah, the weekend's finally here and and being like, great. Yeah. A, funeral, a funeral's coming in. <laughs> There's maybe Right. Care. Right. I think that's Flowers really were not a happy thing for me, like growing up. They were not at all. They were they were your history. competition for your parents' attention. Oh yes, yes. Um so yeah, yeah, so that was basically growing up and now I'm with my kids, at least they know their their roles. Like, you know, when I roll in on, you know, at, you know, one, two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night, they know they have a, a truck to help me clean up in the morning, you know, <laughs> so um, they know there's buckets that need to be washed. Yeah. Now, they, I, now they prep things for me. Now I'm now I'm putting them on my roster of, uh, you know, who's working for me, too, now that they're no. a little bit older. But they want to make the money, probably. So. Oh, yeah. How nice is that? I know. <laughs> well, let's pop up your website really quickly. I want to share it uh, just a little bit with people um, so they can see uh, a little bit about Jennifer Designs. And um, <clears throat> the way the website is set up, you basically, it's sort of wedding focused and event focused, I would imagine, um, because you're offering people a lot of ways to check their date, uh, check their you know wedding requests. But this probably Project request from that is for special events, right? Yeah, um, basically for because now I do a little bit more uh, different out of the box things, so mm -hmm. I need to kind of put a tab on there for the people that just want random, random projects that aren't that don't fit in the realm of an event or um, sure or something like that. Yeah, I, your aesthetic is so lush, and romantic. It really, um, but there's a little bit of a. Uh, kettleness to it like it's not super formal um is do you, how do you describe your aesthetic I shouldn't try to put words in your mouth I, I mean I guess that's pretty I mean I never really tried to so I guess I'll I'll go with that now that. <laughs> <laughs> well there's I there's mean, I see a lot of whimsy there's like not a lot of pave tight uh arrangements and there's a lot of wispiness and I, I think that's really yeah, I mean, I do think it's a lot like my personality, too. I can kind of go one way or the other. You know, I, I tend to be a little bit 
you know, laid back and casual about certain things. I also think having been in the business, because now this is my 21st year of having my business and being grown wow. up in our shop too, I get to bring in the fact of the people that I learned from originally, you know, like, you know, I helped out with a lot of people and all of the AIFD members who, you know, kind of taught a certain way. And, you know, these are the rules, these are the standards and things like that. So I'm able to take that and then grew from that as well. Uh, so I know, I know the basics yep. and I'm able to kind of break the rules where I see fit as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's nice. I know that there are some people that get very stuck, like this is how I design, you know, but I kind of, I've always been told I design the way my client <laughs> tells me. I to. love it. I love this headdress. What was this for, this piece? Um, so I have a friend, um, Paul Stankard, who is a very, very famous um, glass artist. He's got pieces like in the Louvre and he's pretty, he's pretty amazing. Um, and his, I don't know if, it, if there's a picture of it. With is this her it? Old, um, so I actually made a replica of my own. I kind of was inspired by, this is my first shoot I've actually did on my own where I was like, he really inspires me, makes oh, me wow. finer. So I did my own, you know, so actually if you go over one more, right, that ball that's in her um, hand there, it's a glass, yes, a glass board. That's one of his uh, pieces and it inspired me to kind of like do this entire shoot um, and mm. he let me do it in his studio. It was so gracious and um, yeah, it was oh. beautiful and he does a lot of things with roots. So if you go back over to that bouquet, I actually have um, the bouquet is in a... Um, in a in a root base. Like yes, I plant. see that. Oh my yeah, gosh, it so. looks like amaryllis roots or something. Yes, it does. <laughs> so, so I basically <laughs> took an amaryllis and used that as my as my armature. I just kind of like oh my gosh that. So well, that's a perfect segue, I think, to talk about botanical couture. But I just have to pause and say, Jennifer, you know that original vision when you were twenty two of the, you know, the easel and the painting in the back of the studio. You're not do, quite doing all of that type of art, but you yeah. are doing art. And I, I love that you've stayed true to your, you know, <clears throat> your drive to create. I feel like that's really yeah. um, what makes you tick. I mean, yes, well, you, you pay yeah. the bills and you do the weddings, but you do <laughs> other stuff too. Well, I mean, honestly, it wasn't until I would say maybe seven or eight years ago, um, I was in this mechanical, like a robot design world where, you know, you just, you've got your recipes, you do it. And I was getting very jaded from the whole business. I went back to school, going to get my master's. I was, I, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm over this. And then I got um, introduced to some flower friends. I call them my flower friends now. And um, her name is uh, Sue Davis. And she invited me to a design workshop, workshop called um, Design Sanctuary. Yes, I think I've met Sue before. Um yeah. Maybe at the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Flower Show. Probably, yes. Yeah. She's a, a dear friend of mine. Her and my friend Shannon Wellington, who is a coordinator of the, the event, um, basically opened my eyes to, because I was so used to it. I hung out with the same people. It was like my dad and the, you know. The, more the, con the more conventional the crowd. Yes. Yeah. So I, and then when I saw all of these people having so much, not, I wouldn't say so much fun, let's not, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I saw all these people you know, like cutting things down and like, and then, and then them calling it foraging. I'm like, I'm like, there's a name for that. I usually just go in my yard and cut the, I call it free stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it was like it. this different way to it engage was. with flowers. It really was. And everyone was just being so nice to each other. And it was community because it was, be, it was very lonely, you know, for yeah. many years I ran the business by myself. I mean, I 
technically still do. I have some yeah. really great assistants, but I mean, it was, it was for the first time I was like, wow, this is community. This is what it's like. And it was like, here's some flowers, make something. And I'm like, well, what are we going to do with them afterwards? Should we save them? We might have a funeral later. Like, <laughs> there's like, there's so many, like, you're so pragmatic. And I'm like, what are we, what are we doing with these? And then they're like, no, we're just making something. And I'm like, for what, what's the end to this, you know? Um, so I had to break that and then, and it was, it was very powerful because it kind of gave me finally the permission to merge like the two lives for the first time, which mm. was kind of, which was kind of crazy to have someone that I just met tell me, Hey, just go make something, have fun, yeah. you know? Yeah. And she, and so ever since then, it kind of gave me the, um, I guess the confidence to think sure. I was an actual artist because it. I mean, I think a lot of people struggled. Now now people have no problem calling themselves a designer or an artist, right? But I feel like back then it was like, oh, I just do flowers. Yeah. I do flowers. You know, yeah. it was always such a, a, such a, like a side thing. Like it wasn't anything important about me. I'm, oh, you know, kind of like I cut hair. And, the, right. and the, what they do is amazing too, you know? <laughs> right. It was sort of, it's sort of like this limiting, diminishing bucket that floristry and floral design was, was kind of boxed in and yeah. now you have this expressive life that is yeah. literally no boundaries and when the work that you do it's <laughs> what comes yeah. out of your brain is mind-boggling and it's it's yeah. so joyous and I love to yeah. see it. it it is it is really really fun and um you know a lot of a lot of not so wonderful things came out of social media but that's I think one of the best things that came out that it was it allowed people a space to be able to like you know, like, look what I can do. This is right. Like, see what I can do. I can do more. And they were doing it for themselves, you know, which eventually turns in for other people, but yeah. mostly for themselves in the beginning. Like, I just want to create, you know? Well, um, I, I, you mentioned um, your community. I know one of your friends is Kelly Shore of Petals yeah. by the Shore and the Floral Source and Kelly. And, has... that's, and I met Kelly at Design Sanctuary too. So oh, I, met you did. Lot, I met so many of me and Kelly has taught me you know, as well as yourself, taught me so much about like, you know, I always did buy from my local growers, but not, not to think I could buy, you know, keeping it in American grown, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? American grown flowers. So, yeah. so that was a whole thing. Now, now, I mean, I, I feel like sometimes like I am like an ambassador for the both of you. I'm like, let You're me all tell in. you about my mission. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I think what happened was Kelly participated as a one of our uh, invited designers to create botanical couture for American Flowers Week, maybe as early as I want to say maybe 2017, I think we did the peony shoot up in Alaska. And she must have told you about it because the next thing I knew, you reached out, you joined Soul Flowers, you reached out and said you were interested in doing a design. And of course, I know it was during COVID. Yeah. You probably had a little more time on your hands, <laughs> but uh, you designed a beautiful uh, first ever. Uh, I don't know if it's fair to say drag look, but I it sort of uh, had a wonderful um, uh, talk about joy, a wonderful design in um, 2021. We called it Tammy Tulips. And then um, you designed just this past year. And so I wanted to um, put those images up on the screen. Have you just talk a little bit about your process? I mean, this this is selfish for me, but we're recruiting designers for this year's American Flowers Week. We've got a good small group, but I want to get a few more. And I thought if people sort of saw what you did and heard your thought process, um, it might be, it might be, um, something that 
would inspire them. So I'm going to pop up uh, just a little short uh, PowerPoint deck of some of these images um, of uh, the tulips that you've done. So this is, we called it this one Tammy Tulips, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, it, it affectionately started getting known as that as the day went on because <laughs> the day was getting a little grueling for <laughs> my, my poor model. Slash uh, very, um, tell us about how this stuff. came together and your model is great. Oh, Corey's amazing. Um, he actually is a very talented designer. Um, he works for Jeff Latham. So he's, he is already pretty amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, when Kelly had asked me about it, cause I had already done a couple previously for yourself, right. Or for other um, photo I shoots. Did, I did it for, um, so that workshop that we were talking mm -hmm. about, they usually had me, I'm, I'm good at like getting very hyper-focused on like little projects. And I feel yeah. like that's my, I think that's my strength, you know, details. I can do, yeah, the details I can, I can really like, I mean, the one dress I did, um, a few years ago, I pressed all of the flowers, you know, like I had, like I was, I was in it for the long haul, <laughs> you know? So, that is that is more than details. That's meticulous, meticulous in that you had a vision and you knew how to get there and it wasn't rushed. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, those things are the things that really the prepping of it and the excitement of it is honestly um, things that people don't really get to be a part of. But it's so important to me. You know, um, everything has to have a rhyme or reason to it. Like even even this shoot, like I kind of like looked at all the things that people have done in the past. They were gorgeous. And I was like. And the questions that I start to ask myself is, what don't I see? Mm. And good point. Like, what you know, what what can I um, make my own that no one else has really explored in terms of a look, um, or also the type of flowers you use, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. A, I think it's important to me to know if you're gonna you put a lot of your time into these things. So if you're gonna do it. Flowers are gorgeous, right? There's not much. There's not much you can do wrong when you're talking about, you know, taking beautiful flowers. So, um, I, I I often tell people that I use Pinterest in a different way. I kind of go on Pinterest to see if I can't find the thing that I'm looking mm. for. You know, interesting. Um, That's such a know, good tip. Like, yeah, because it's kind of like, well, that means that there's this there's this hole, right? There's this like need for it to be created. Or maybe it didn't, you know, maybe it'll just go into the, maybe there's a reason why it wasn't <laughs> created, but. But um, you're asking that question about maybe what, where's the opportunity for you? Yeah. I mean, I get excited with when I can't find the things I'm looking for, which is kind of crazy. It forces me to like really um, start sketching, start gathering information. Um, I turn into a little bit of a. A little bit of a crazy person for a little bit until it finally comes together. Um, but with uh, Tammy Tulips, as soon as I realized that I wanted to do, um, you know, uh, a male, um, you know, as a, uh, you know, a drag queen, um, I knew instantly who I wanted. You know, I was hoping he was going to do it. Um, you know, I also kind of like am obsessed with Diane Keaton. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, with the white shirt, right? Yeah, I was like, I love that look. I love the simplicity of it. You know, I just like, I think it, it'll work out. It'll show off her necklace. I also knew that like, um, Corey loved plants. Like he was a huge plant enthusiast. So I wanted this character. Basically, it had to be a character for me. Like, it can't just be, you know, a thing, you know. You so, had a little story. You had a little story about your, your character. Yeah, 
Yeah, so hence why we have the wintering can and the props. And it also is good. It gives everybody that helps me out, too, with things, tasks, so they feel like they're part of the role, too. Like um, the one of the designers that helped, um, her name is Katie Winter. Um, she, you know, got her, her grandmother's antique gardening books involved. You know, I let her um, take care of, like, we designed, like, the jewelry, and I let her to really focus on that so she could call it hers, too, basically, which is important to me, like, when people are helping mm-hmm. me to be able to be like, I did that. You know, this was... You know, um, so so let me stop and ask you about that. The necklace that is, you know, kind of reminiscent of strings of pearls, is that made with botanicals? Yeah, that's um hyacinth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah it's like the things you don't even realize mm-hmm. that but also too, that's one of my favorite things too. Like you wouldn't even know that that was, you know, all of all of that kind of like put on there. Right. Um, and her hat, obviously, but uh the and she's got about three hundred and 50 tulips on there. Oh my um, gosh. And <laughs> it was very, very heavy, but I had like a whole mechanism to kind of, uh, you know, basically uh, work it so the weight was distributed on her properly. I think, yeah, um, let's talk about that a little bit. You engineered this skirt, right? You did have some kind of like almost like suspenders or something. Yeah, I did like shirt. suspenders. Yeah, I think that people forget about that part. And I kind of, I mean, I had the, I guess I had the um, hand up to be able to look at some of the the things that were done and, you know, and what other people have done, you know, for other things. And I've always noticed how they pull a lot, you know, mm-hmm. because of the weight. Yes. So I'm trying to figure out how to, and, and that's also being prepared too. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't something that like the morning of or the day, you know, the day before, this was something that like I was working on like weeks before. Okay. How is this going to hold up? you know, how are we going to do this? My mom, right. like, sewed, like, belts on things, you know, so it was adjustable. Like, it's like a whole <laughs> family affair with everything that I do. Oh, Jennifer. Well, that, it really shows in the kind of polish of this, whereas, you know, we sometimes have really fun ideas that maybe have quite not executed how the designer originally envisioned it. And I think you're right. If you prepare and maybe make samples or try out the tech, the technology part, ahead of time, the flowers kind of do their thing, but you've got to be prepared to support them. Yeah. And that's also too, there's more people doing it now. So mm-hmm. all of those people that did it before were really the guinea pigs, right? They were trying, <laughs> right? They were the ones yeah. that like, and you know, they were so brave to be able to do it, right? Like that's, you know, it's an undertaking, you know? So, you know, we, we learn from everybody. That's why I, I can't stand when people really critique or knock anything too right. much. Right. You don't know when it was made. You don't know what budgets were made. You don't know what time of the year. It's like it's better just to keep your mouth shut and not. Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah. But, well, I and I want this to be encouraging to people who are thinking about participating this year. So, um, your 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 remarks are so inspiring, and just to hear you talk about, you know, being positive and having joy and having fun is it really comes through in this outfit. Um, talk just a little bit about attaching the flower. So when I'm thinking about you described this one that you pressed everything. So it was very, very manageable. This is the opposite of that. This is the opposite of it. (laughs) These are full flowers and they're heavy. This is the complete opposite of it. Um, So obviously you need to, and I do not want to deter anybody because I was already kind of, I've been talking to a couple of people trying to build up their confidence. I'm hoping that they do sign up to do this. Oh, yay. Um, It's, it's, it's basically time. 
Unfortunately, you can't you can't rush things like this. Um, it's got to be something that like you have to really want to do. And there's no and you will be asked a million times, like, what was it for? What did you do it for? You know, and, you, and then you have to say, I did it for me. Like I did it because I wanted to. I did it for, you know, to show off the beautiful American flowers. I did it, you know, and it's always like, but why? You know, but I think that if you can look down the road a little bit, I have been asked to and and commission to make things. Yes. You know, and if you don't make it first, one, you're not going to know how to do it, you know, and two, how do you know, how do you know that you're not really great at this or like, it's just, no one's going to ask you to make something that they've never seen you do. Jennifer, that's so well said. I I hadn't thought about that, but it kind of goes along along, along the lines of, you know, make the art you want to see in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's back to you saying, what don't you see? I I really love that. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer, fine. But it's but it's also it's also you know you do have to like I wasn't obviously taught like you know many many years ago like oh like one day a customer is going to come in and ask for a you know a full tool up skirt like I was never <laughs> taught about that so you have to go back to and that's why it is important to really and I am a big believer that people should either go work in a retail shop for. Mm-hmm a year or, um, you know, try to, try to shadow somebody or something like that just because of mechanics. Right. Um, so every single one of those tulips were wired. So down the stem down, um, we, we hit like a certain point where like the hardiness of the stem that you really wouldn't see underneath some of the, we had some of the leaves, but, um, a lot of the, a lot of them are just kind of like up maybe two to three inches from the base of them. Obviously, you have to be careful because they snap. Um, I decided to go downward with them, obviously, because gravity, you know, um, and that was the way I was able to start this the night before, too. <laughs> so, I mean, it looks like a, a beautiful uh, floral patterned um, tapestry from the 1950s, you know, that some, you know, Hollywood model had or starlet would wear because of the, the composition of going from the white cream pale green and yellow and then flowing into the darker shades it's just like a beautiful it's just a beautiful pattern yeah it was I mean that was part of the whole you know uh the look of the whole thing I'm a little obsessed with sunset colors like I love Mm. like no matter what like I I, I'm, I'm challenging myself for next year's um you know uh exhibits that I have to do to not yes. use these colors. <laughs> I automatically want, like, I just light up with them. But um, definitely had an ombre kind of a, a vibe mm, to it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to also give the vision that if she was kind of, like, walking through a field, like, what would that look like? So she would go through the tulips and she would go through, you know, the hellebore. She would go through, like, it wasn't this, you know, and when you go to a, through a tulip field, it's usually all the same shade. Yes, it's not, of color. You know, so that was supposed to be like in my in my original vision board, which I didn't show to you. There were it was almost like a a tulip field. So know? is there a, a base like a fabric skirt or chicken wire? What what did you attach the tulips? Um, and, and there's other flowers in there too. I even see bougainvillea. I think. Yeah. Oh, the bougainvillea from my. So I went over to my local um, garden center. He <laughs> he has he has such a stash of random plants and, and he always has so much bougainvillea so I was able to like cut up tons of plants of it 
Um, oh I, just, my I, I wanted that coral in there. So that's right. Because you did it kind of in mid spring. So you wouldn't have found it in anywhere else, but a garden yeah. center. It was, it was, it was like right around, um, yeah, it was like March or April that we yes, did that. I remember the only that. Thing, um, my, my friend Cassie from Jigby flower farm, yes. she provided all of the, the tulips and, um, there's also like narcissus in there. There's, uh, daffodils in there, hellebore. Um, there's little tiny little pansies too. So it's like definitely an ode to the spring. Mm. So it was, it was, mm. it was pretty beautiful, but I used a, almost like a, um, a reinforced uh, ribbon um, mechanic with wire. Okay. So I kind of like gridded it with um, wire and then I kind of went up and reinforced it with um, some of the double face satin. So you had something to attach the flowers to. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I needed something that kind of went on there. And then before, and another thing too, is you have to, you have to almost assume that your mechanics are going to show. Right. Mm. Don't mm-hmm. like wait for the problem to fix it. My theory is always like just assume that something's gonna fall off or whatever. So all of the the ribbon and the mechanics were covered with moss on top of it, so that it wasn't like was it an unnecessary thing? Maybe not. Maybe I have no idea. We'll never know. But that yeah. way, if she swayed because all the things that I try to make are, are wearable, like you can actually wear them and move around and dance and all that stuff. When she swayed, like if, if any of it was showing or whatever, you know, and to ruin the to ruin the shot would be, you know, just for that one little thing. Even well, here's here's the sway to- shot on the right. There's <laughs> a little bit of movement in there. <clears throat> That's the other thing, Jennifer. This was like a full 360. It wasn't just let's do the front and shoot it. You you made this completely ready to walk out and go to a ball, uh, you know, go to a dance or a, a a picnic or a summer tea or I love it. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. She wasn't going anywhere far. That was pretty heavy, but, <laughs> and then I put her in like four inch heels. Right. Well, the styling is amazing. This, the, the frames, uh, the jewelry, the hat, the watering cans, you had gloves, you had those suede, green suede heels, uh, five inch or more. I mean, Cor- Corey did a wonderful job. He really did. He still um, has them. He like like he it's, it's his little memory of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you couldn't keep them. They probably were not quite your size. Oh yeah, they weren't my size. <laughs> um, when we um, we published this in um, this the summer issue, the botanical couture issue of uh, Slow Flowers Journal, and this is how Robin, our art director, designed the layout. She really liked all these flat lay details that were kind of like what you'd see. I mean, a lot of people do that for wedding shoots, right? Like the yeah. the the one on the lower left with the gloves and the the tool and the old vintage gardening book. I just thought it was per, just perfect, everything about it. Well, that was all Hallie. Um, that's why I asked the photographer that I asked too, because the attention to detail. And also too, like if you're going to invite someone to help you and volunteer their time and things like that, you should give them a space to to be able to like, what can you have fun with? Like, do you want mm-hmm. some extra flowers? Do you want this? Like, what do you see with it? I think you can't be so close-minded, especially when you, um, especially when you start asking people to be a part of your vision too. Yeah. You know, obviously you have to be respectful of that, but you do have to understand like you're asking them, you know, they have something to offer themselves as well. Right. And I'm sure you've been invited to do other styled shoots with teams of people. And sometimes they're super rewarding and other times you're like why did I do that and uh maybe not I've heard that from other people though that's yeah. like everybody every participant has to get something out of it 
Yes. And I mean, um, even the, um, the makeup and hair artist, I mean, all I did was send her a couple of ideas. I didn't micromanage her. Uh, it was her idea to make her hair pink too, um, which I would not, that wouldn't have been my first <laughs> choice. It's outrageous. It's but just outrageous. Was like, I love Do you it. like this? I was like, she's like, I'd really like to use it. And I was like, if you can make it work, I am down for it. Like, <laughs> like when it comes to like fashion and stuff like that, I am not like the leader of that. So you know what I know. Um, but she really brought brought it to life. That's why I think it's just really fun to like work with other people. And this yeah. is not when it came when it was all done. Like I was like I cried a little bit. I was and I'm not really that kind of a person. But I was like, oh my gosh! Like it it really looked like my vision board. It really like it looked like how I wanted it to come together. So I'm so glad. Well, you had a few years to recover, and then last year <laughs> you blew us away with another um, botanical couture uh, celebration. And I'm just going to pop some of those images up. This was your this was your mood board, I, uh, which you sent me, which was helpful because I think I want to show this because um, back to you commenting, Jennifer, about just time. Like you had to sort of sit with this for a while to figure out what was the what were the silhouettes, what were the flowers, what were the details you wanted to feature. So you have this model dress as an Italian sculpture. Where did that come from? Um, so I kind of like keep like a little bit like of a notebook of these crazy ideas like that, like I hope to revisit one day, you know. So this was one that I kind of always wanted to do. So, um, when the opportunity arose, uh, cause I was, um, I, I met some great people over at, um, a gorgeous estate. Yeah. And, let's put that up here for a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now it speaks for itself. <laughs> yes. And like, how could you not want to do something like, I mean, obviously a beautiful girl in a dress, um, or a guy in a dress or whatever, anybody in a dress, <laughs> um, would look amazing there, right? The site is amazing, but what can you do that isn't competing with it? And also like, also like what, what would even make sense there? Right. You know, just yeah. someone in a ball gown or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. So yeah, this is a, this is a sort of hidden garden, uh, private estate near where you live that you knew some folks who gave you permission to shoot here, right? Yes. Um, it's owned by the DuPonts. It's one of their first properties. And, um, I was fortunate enough to be able to have full range of it that day. Um, so it was, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. So, um, the, the, um, the idea came from just wanting to have this kind of like a Victorian type of a lady. Um, but also I wanted to play ode to all of the statues and things that were on the grounds. Oh the Yeah. So it was kind of like, how do you, how do you like really marry the two? And I've been wanting to do things with like a lot of um, white as well. So I, I have to just comment and say that when I looked at that just previous photo and how, how green, uh, you know, that whole landscape is, it makes so much sense that you chose this sort of creamy white blush palette because um, the green really just is this beautiful lush backdrop and there's no competition from yeah. Anything else blooming, it's all foliage. Well, I mean, obviously it worked out, but also, too, you do have to keep in mind um, when you do decide to do something like this, all right, what is available? Mm. What what type of flowers, um, when you're partnering with the farm, what can you ask a lot of them <laughs> from, right? So, 
you have to kind of do your research with that too. You can't just be like, you know, I want, um, when did I, when did I do this in May or yeah. like that? I can't say to my PE grower, can I have, you know, 400, you know, Sandra Bornhart's, you know, like you can't just demand. Right. <laughs> so, well, and you mentioned with the tulips that, um, Cassie from Jigby provided the tulips and she's a Slow Flowers member and she was local at the time. But you had a local peony grower that you had been buying from, and that's the relationship you you yeah. developed, right? Oh yeah, the same thing with Cassie. I was already buying from Cassie, so that was an easy that was an easy one. Um, and I also asked her, you know, what things would you like to see? What are you going to have an abundance of? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't it wasn't like I was kind of like demanding or whatever. Like cause you do have to when you're working with your farms in general, right? Yeah. You have to be a little bit more considerate with that. I mean, even even when I'm doing events, I'll send my mood board over to my flower farmer um, and I'll let her basically dictate what she is sending to mm, me. Right. You know, um, you know it just because like I know what it's like on my end. Yeah. You know? So it's just easier for her to be like, oh, great. I know that I can grab these colors and she can match it. And I, I love that part of it. Um, so the same the same goes with this, too. Like I was already buying from. Um, so it was like an easy, it was outlet farms. Um, it was an easy kind of like, okay, what are you going to have? You know, and he showed me a couple of things and I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. You know, but when he, I saw this, I was like, you know, this could work, especially with the statue. Cause originally at that idea, it was going to be a statue with a colorful dress. Mm, and, really? And then you do a couple of things and you're like, no, 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 this statue has got to be all the same, right? This is a statue. <laughs> right. And it's so all trial and error, you know, there, you have to. Yeah, there's more than one variety of peonies in here, but right, it, it seems like yeah, it, or they're just um, kind of tonal. Yeah, no, it's two different varieties. I wish I can, I could recall off the top of my head. That's I know, okay. I, I know bowl of cream is one of them. Sure. Um, and I believe the other one, you know, it would just be my, me guessing. Yeah, bowl of yeah. cream is definitely one of yeah. them. Um, one has a little bit of that pink hue, which I actually ended up liking a lot. And I was mm-hmm. a little nervous in the beginning, but then um, I think it kind of set it off to make it look a little bit more dimensional. And then he also had some gorgeous sweet pea, which I didn't even anticipate putting a sweet pea in the design. Oh, right. Uh, we see a little, we see the little details. And also did, is the sweet pea in the neck piece and the head piece? Yeah, the sweet peas in the neck piece and almost all in the head piece. There and, we go. Um, that shows it. Yeah. And then Milano Farms um, was kind enough to donate um, some of the pieces to the front, um, which were like the the larkspur and the white dolphinium. Oh, kind um, of under the underskirt in the, the front. The underskirt of yeah. it. Which was, which was, which was in the beginning, like, I wasn't really sure what I was doing with that, but I do know the same thing, working out the, the, basically the mechanics of it, you know, these, the stress is going to want to part when it parts, what are you going to see? You know, unless it looks like this, you know, round (laughs) around it. So (laughs) I was much smarter with this design than I was with the last one, at least on her hips. Well, you know what? I'm remembering the the story of this, and we will add the link to the full story that ran in uh, Slow Flowers Journal where you describe this um, mechanic. So people can click that and find that in our show notes at slowflowerspodcast.com. But it was ingenious. You basically created panels for the skirt and so that you weren't having to, you gave movement and access for the, the model to be able to walk, right? Yeah, um, they're they're on individual um, plastic. Uh, I don't know. I found it. I don't know where I found it from, but I was like, oh, it has holes and it's plastic and it's white. It's all the things that I. (laughs) (laughs) 
like the, base, gonna, the base. It's not going to hurt my hands. It's not, I don't have to paint it. You know, I can take it apart and reuse it because I reuse uh, every single mechanic I ever buy. I reuse it. So um, it was the easiest thing I could think of, but every single, um, every single peony is kind of laid flat in. So that way there was no droopiness of it too, which was nice. Um, and then I, and then I, um, basically, uh, duct taped the, right. every single head to the so back. So the, the stem <laughs> went through the hole. Went through the hole. And then I and, duct taped the opposite side of it. Like I cut a hole in the duct tape and, and kind yeah. of sandwiched it. Every wow. single one Jeez. of them. 400 peonies. But I had to though. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then well, that's. That yeah. look is, that's why it's so full looking. I mean, there is no gravity problem the way you en engineered this. Yeah. And, and so on those panels too, we attached um, uh, zip tie holders so that we could grab it on both sides. So it wasn't, it wasn't so uh, like, you know, it wasn't so heavy to be able to her to walk. Also, we weren't damaging it every time we picked it up. We had our holders, we could put it around our wrists, we could walk with her. So, you know, uh, three people walked with her <laughs> the I entire love time, but actually four people, cause we had four panels. Um, it, I mean, I, I gotta say it's probably the most fun, you know, things that I do is trying to figure things out. Like it's just, cause there's so many ways of going about it. And I think the most fun is when it's all done where you started and where you began, like that journey is just like, uh. gosh, it, and looking back on your things and you're like, wow, it, it was going to look like this and look what it came out. <laughs> Well, and, you know, back to the fact that this is a team, I, I remember you saying that, like, there was this table in this vignette, and you invited a friend to kind of style it for you, to kind of complete the story of your of your statuette, of your, your lady uh, who was frozen in time at this Renaissance garden. Yeah, I mean, I said to her, I was like, because we went over there earlier, and I was like, "There's this looks just like up her alley, and she's mm -hmm. all up for, you know, trying different things, and she's a planner, and she and she brought, like, she brought, like, um, glasses of champagne, and she bought pastries, like, if, like, if a party, just, like, if you woke up in the morning, this is the party that you found on, <laughs> on this table, and apparently this woman um, had some amazing parties, the, the one that used to own this property, so I, especially in the twenties, like, you knew, you knew that there was some fun to be had. Yes. You're channel, you're channeling those, those, those <laughs> yeah. flapper parties or those Gatsby parties. <laughs> so and, and then even the, um, the makeup artist, I used the same one for this one that I did with, um, uh, Tammy and, um, same thing. I kind of sent over a couple of mood boards. Like she had a great time painting her, um, did not know how it was all going to come together whatsoever. Yes. You painted the yeah. model's, um, hair as well, right? You yeah, this, hair this one painted. on the left shows her skin. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> it was all over. I mean, seeing the model get in the car afterwards, completely still with the makeup on was hysterical. But, um, <laughs> oh my goodness. It, it was, it was a lot of fun. And Hallie did, Hallie um, Richter was the person that did yes. the photography for both of them. And she did such a beautiful job editing it too. Not because sometimes it can go south if you edit too much and you kind of blur things out. Like you can still see all the flowers beautifully. It's just, it was, it was a, a wonderful day. Like, and they came out amazing. And look how happy and refreshed you look, even though you <laughs> probably had had no sleep. <laughs> it was, well, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty crazy. It was pretty oh, crazy. And then I had something like the next morning, of course uh, another, you did. another, another random, another random thing, but oh, it was, it was, um, it was totally worth it. You know, well, we and you never, you never know. You might see me submit again. Like I want to do it again because I'm crazy like that. <laughs> well, 
secretly I want you to to not see something and know that it's calling that 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 hole needs to be filled by uh, Jennifer Reed. Yeah. Just a couple more photos, and then we'll we'll get back to the big screen. But this was the image that ran on the cover of Slow Flowers Journal, which I thought was oh, just so serene. Um, like you froze her in time and then there we see the champagne and the grapes and the flowers and you know this beautiful this beautiful expression robin sure had fun designing this and then this was the uh opening spread again we really see the how the hair and those peonies work together on that headpiece on the right oh yeah the um the first the first picture up uh, with her hands like that like i when I saw their hands like that, it looked such uh, like a statuesque kind of a pose. Like the model was amazing. Brooke was incredible. Um, it was just, uh, it was like, it's so nice to see an idea come to life. And you're like, oh, that's the one picture that like, um, you know, really, really did it for me. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, you oh, really yeah, captured it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that. If, if anybody gets anything out of this, I do think that like, I think that a lot of people can do this. I think it's the initial, like, why would I be able to? You know, what can, can I do? It? But I think if you know your mechanics and you know clothes, <laughs> most people wear clothes um, that they're that they can do it. Like you know, and I and I put it. I'm putting it out there on their your podcast. Uh, find me if you want encouragement. If you need a cheerleader, I will tell you. You can do don't it. Don't call Don't call Jennifer in tears when you're halfway done. Plan yeah. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't yeah, don't call me like the morning of, but you know that I will I would answer. That's awfully generous of <laughs> yes. you. And I just think just showing and a couple people I'm talking with who are planning to create garments this year, I told them that this was coming up and they're like, Oh great, send me the link. I want to watch this whole conversation. And um we also um we did a little um a podcast video last year with everybody who designed and uh, you were on for a short while, but I don't feel like we gave you full you know, a full conversation, which is why I wanted to do this today, but I'll share that too. I appreciate that. Okay. So before we wrap up, you've got something else uh, that you really are known for now, and that is the Philadelphia Flower and Garden Show. And I wanted to, or I guess it's called the Philadelphia Flower Show, right? The garden yes. is, I'm, I'm adding that. Um, I mean, I mean, there is, there's plenty of gardens. There. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely, um, it's the largest show in the United States in terms of the, the floral it is the, the landscapes and um it's the grand dame yes oh it's, oh it's everything it's it's got them all and the floral is just the um the creme de la creme of it is seeing all the floral designers <laughs> in their in their section so jennifer you've been partnering in various levels from from orish, originally speaking at the philadelphia flower show maybe six or seven years ago to now having a featured garden and i just wanted to ask you to talk about it and i'm going to put uh, the concept for this year up on the screen uh, because you've shared it on your website. So this show, this year's show is in March. These folks can see the dates there and you, the theme is United by Flowers, but you're, this is your concept for your entire exhibition. It blew my mind when I saw this. So tell me about uh, what you're going to do for this. Well, um, it's a bit ambitious, I'm not going to lie, um, but it's a very large space that I was um, given this year. Uh, when I heard the theme, which is United by Flowers, um, and I am I am a very literal person, <laughs> I like I like to take, I, because I think that's how most people's brains work, right? Like, right. I think the average person, you know, um, like they just, they think of something and that's it. And that's what they want to see at a show, especially when you're having the masses there. 
Um, but then I like to like take a deep dive <laughs> from, from that idea and then go down. So the first thought that I kind of was thinking was, okay, um, United by Flowers, I'm thinking of the United States. I'm already, you know, working with um, Kelly and yourself, like trying to promote American grown flowers. And um, it's not out of my my reach at all. I am fortunate enough to be doing the the um, uh, something with the um, American grown this year as well, too. Yes. Pretty big deal. So I was like, this is the perfect time if I'm going to do it. Right. Right. Why not just do the entire United States? No big deal. <laughs> so um, I thought, OK, well, that's fine. Let's do the Let's do the United States. But how are we going to make it fun? So I was like, well, how about if everyone's going on a road trip? So, yes, I see that. And this is kind of backdrop kind of looks like a folded map in a way. Yeah. So um, love that. See a very large um, uh, roadmap of the United States. So wow. it's, yeah. It's, Will it's you there. actually have a car? In yes, the- and, we, and we have a car that we're bringing in. And the idea is basically to have it kind of go from a two-dimensional map into a 3D where you're kind of like entering the map as the viewer. Uh, um, well, so, I know you've done gardens in the past that people could walk through, right? Yes. So the only thing that we're doing with this one is we're, you're going to be able to walk around it. I had, I had big ideas, but there's so many people at the flower show. And when mm-hmm. it's, when it's too interactive, it kind of limits it for the people that can, yeah. which is heartbreaking for me. Cause I, I want them, I want them like in the car. Like I want them like driving around. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but people um, will be taking a lot of photos from this perspective and yeah. um, posing in front of it, I'm sure. Yeah. So that's the idea. But then um, because I got such a, a large space, it's 360. So it wasn't oh. originally supposed to, but uh, they were like, oh, you know what? You got to do the back of it. And I was like, oh, great. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. So, Can't you just put me next to a wall? <laughs> that's that's what I thought. <laughs> but um, because like all things, you know, everything's, you know, you need to have your challenges, which kind of makes it a little interesting as long as you get a heads up. So the, um, the other side of it is going to be my interactive side because I can't not, because it's something that I've kind of, um, enjoy doing now. I like when people are a part of the design. I think that's what makes the show even more of a show when you get to actually be part of it. So the backside, yeah, is going to be interactive with maps and road trips. I'm partnering with um, AAA, too. I'm is that this guy right here, something for you? I, oh, I saw this little electronics here. That's my friend James. Um, so he is a very talented, um, I don't even know what you would even call him. What did I put on there? Fabricator of interactive digital experiences. Wow. So, yeah. So, so last year, um, I did a an inter- interactive uh brain that you could walk into and when you went into the brain I had buttons in there and when you pushed buttons it kind of um educated you on which part of the brain um you were using when you were doing certain things like I'm just going to scroll down to that a little bit but the cerebral garden was that was very much a an experience where people could walk in right yeah they could walk in there and then we had button podiums and like when you wrote you know when you put the um the frontal lobe, for instance, mm-hmm. the frontal lobe lit up. So James basically had like a light kind of show on the frontal lobe. So it wasn't just, you know, about, you know, obviously pretty, but you were kind of learning, okay, when you did um, conceptual thinking, your frontal lobe was like, it kind of educated you in that way. Oh my and, God, Jennifer, this is insane. And one of the the best things about this exhibit too, is it's now living in a um, elementary school. Um, it was donated to a, um, a principal who is, 
huge um, on um, getting children to understand how their brain works and their emotions and things like that. So oh, they, I love it. Yeah, they put it in their lobby as a, a learning center. So, so, so that, that's my favorite part about the whole exhibit now. But. So this same collaborator, this artist that you worked with, James, uh, is going to um, do this interactive page or, or yeah. the, the backside of the of the map and AAA is involved. Yeah, so AAA, um, I'm working with them. So I had, I came up with this idea, like what if there were just road trips that were designed that were just kind of like hitting botanical gardens, you know, like for the people. I know there's, I know there's tons of ones out there that are just- Floral tourism, yeah. lady. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's plenty that just do national parks and things like that. I was like, right. are there any for the people that like to go hopping to different you know, and I'm fortunate being on the East Coast having Longwood and Chanticleer. Oh, my God. You know, right. Um, so it's in Winterthur. Like, I've got so many in Arboretums and things like that. And I have access to some really intelligent horticulture <laughs> specialists, too, which I'm I'm very blessed, yeah. too. But not everybody has those guys. So oh, no. that's what your map is going to be. Yeah. So it's going to have – so they kind of arranged a couple of road trips for people, like, on the East Coast, the Midwest, California – um, obviously can't do them all. I'm hoping because I'm a very non-confrontational person. I'm, I'm hoping that I don't leave somebody out that like, I thought about that you know a couple times, but I'm like, you know, it'll be inspiring. Yeah. I, I'm so tempted to just use my miles and come out just to spend a day, uh, experiencing this design. Well, I'm one, I'm one of many. There are several different amazing designers that are going to be there that, um, I've had the, I've had the pleasure of getting to know and working besides it's, it's, it's a really cool experience because like they, they, it is like a, it is a show and there's like, and you get judged and all that stuff, but that is like the least on the, on the totem pole, you know, I just don't know how you really judge things like that in terms of art. Like it's, yes, it's everyone. That can't be why you do it, but, (laughs) but I also love that it sort of happens at a time of year where you're, you're, season of wedding design is not really revving up yet. So it's kind of, you have some space to create this amazing installation and enjoy it before the craziness of wedding season. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I mean, I, I start working on it in the summertime and I go pretty steadily, you know, right after, right, right before Christmas, we go pretty, you know, pretty crazy with it. So, and now Valentine's day is thrown in there too, but um, it's, it's definitely a labor of love because it's about like a month of your time when it's all set yeah. and done, you know, by the time yeah. you set up and then break it down, you know, it's. And the show itself is like nine days, right? Yeah, the show is 10 days because they, they, okay. they put the preview day in there too. They kind of make it like it's nine days, but it's 10 days. <laughs> so, yeah. And you have to be smart. Wow. You have to be smart about mechanics. You have to be smart about like thinking through like the same way with that dress. You have to take it to the ma- the mi- macro and micro level on every little thing. Um, I think what I learned in the past too, I try to, I definitely um, do a lot of different things in my business. I don't, I'm not a purist. I'm not, and I don't claim to do all of the things, but I do my best um, with everything, like recycling everything. Um, foam does not necessarily work with things like this. You know, I've learned that like, unless, unless you have to really rethink everything. So, um, I know people still use it, which is totally fine. It only, the only reason I'm not trying to use it this particular time is because, um, just from last year, I just learned it just dries out too quickly. I need my flowers Mm -hmm. to live. So Mm -hmm. everything is kind of like 
trying to figure out mechanics of buckets and cups and water tubes and you know, I'm bring, my, my Philly just came out there, my water tubes. Water tubes, yeah. <laughs> definitely. I know about water ice, right? Water <laughs> is water. <laughs> my college, son went to college in Philadelphia. I know that. It's coming back California to me. Last year, I kept saying to people, what are, and they were like, what is she saying? <laughs> So, well, I, I'm so impressed and I, I, we could do a whole show on that. I mean, if I come out, we'll film something, but, um, wow, I'm, I'm, my mind is blown, Jennifer. I mean, dresses seem, when you say from macro to micro, the dress is like intense, but, but on a body, but the square footage of what you're undertaking at the flower show is, I don't even know what the square footage is, but it's, it's grown from what you did last year already. Yeah, I'm, I'm about 1,200 and, square feet right now. Wow, great. Well, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> um, this is all goes back to you just saying yes and being open to following all these opportunities and feeding your own inner muse and sharing it with others. So yeah, it, I mean, I mean, it is. You do, I mean, saying yes is one thing, but I also think you just have to not let anything really discourage you. I think it's really hard because we're we want to go on the the apps and things like that and see what everybody's doing, but kind of just like, you know, bring it back to reality a little bit and do it for yourself because, I, and I have the pleasure of remembering what it was like being in business for so long. Like when the yeah. only people that I really had to please was myself and the client, you know, yeah. and sometimes myself, yeah. the still the last one. <laughs> sometimes you just let that go. Yeah. I would get out my disposable camera maybe take a picture of it, you know, <laughs> but it wasn't, and it was, that that's yeah. fleeting. You, it was about the memory. It was about the feeling. That was that's what it was like being a floral designer. So sometimes you do have to remember that that's really what you're doing it for, not you know to you know to feel like you're in some sort of a I wouldn't say competition, but feeling yeah. But I know what you mean. You know, it's not mean? like it's the, 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 the everything's everything outward. Yeah, the everything is content. Kind of a, a life right now, which you know, um, yeah. which is why I do love doing the flower show because um, it's you get to actually see people interact with what you're doing. You know, it's not, yeah. they're not pushing a button and liking it or parting it or sharing it. They're actually like, you know, smiling and laughing and, you know, um, you know, so that's, that's why I encourage anybody to do things like that so that people can interact mm. with their, you know, with people, mm. with what they do and get the feedback that way sometimes. Uh, well, Jennifer, Thank you so much for giving us this wonderful journey, uh, road trip through your <laughs> business and your life. And uh, I just wish you a very successful 2024. I know we didn't even touch on everything you're doing, but I thank you for sharing, especially about the Botanical Couture. I think that will inspire a lot of people, but teasing us about the Philadelphia Flower Show is, is amazing. So thanks so much. We'll, we'll share all of these resources in our show notes at slowflowerspodcast.com and you can find and follow Jennifer, even though she says she's not a social media maven. She does post beautiful photos. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me today. You'll want to check out our show notes for episode 649 at slowflowerspodcast.com to watch the replay video of my interview with Jennifer Reed of Jennifer Designs. In our show notes, I'll also share links to the feature stories we included in the past issues of Slow Flowers Journal about Jennifer's two botanical couture looks, including last summer's cover look 
a dreamy and romantic peony gown. Our next sponsor thank you goes to Johnny's Selected Seeds, an employee-owned company that provides our industry the best flower, herb, and vegetable seeds, supplied to farms large and small, and even to backyard cutting gardens like mine. Find the full catalog of flower seeds and bulbs at johnnysseeds.com. One more item of note, if you're a newsletter subscriber, you've already seen the announcement that our Slow Flowers member virtual meetup for February will take place on February 23rd. That's postponed due to Valentine's Day. So save the date for the session with Lenny Larkin of B-Side Farm. She's the author of Flower Farming for Profit, a new book that's just out. We'll hear her insights on pricing and profitability for flower growers and bring your questions. Pre-registration is required and you can find the link in today's show notes. I hope to see you there. Our next thank you goes to Mayesh Wholesale Florist. Family owned since 1978, Mayesh is the premier wedding and event supplier in the U.S. and we're thrilled to partner with Mayesh to promote local and domestic flowers, which they source from farms large and small around the U.S. Learn more at mayesh.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. The Slow Flowers Podcast is a member-supported endeavor downloaded more than 1 million times by listeners like you. Thank you for listening, commenting, and sharing. It means so much. As our movement gains more supporters and more passionate participants who believe in the importance of our domestic cut flower industry, the momentum is contagious. I know you feel it too. If you're new to our weekly show or our long-running podcast, check out all of our resources at slowflowerssociety.com. I'm Deborah Prinzing, host and producer of The Slow Flowers Show and The Slow Flowers Podcast. The Slow Flowers Podcast is engineered and edited by Andrew Brinlin. The content and opinions expressed here are either mine alone or those of my guests alone, independent of any podcast sponsor or other person, company, or organization. Next week, you're invited to join me in putting more slow flowers on the table, one stem, one vase at a time. Thanks so much for joining us today, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.